Dr. Martin Luther King said, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. RDC has always been silent about political issues that arise in sports and life, but we cannot be silent any longer. And with that said, this episode is dedicated to George Floyd and his family, as well as the many lives lost. Where is the love for others gone? Why are we not living? Why are we not living and loving others above ourselves? And why do we as humans not see behind race, religion, and culture? There needs to be change, and that change starts inside our hearts. Look in the mirror and make that change. Be humble, be patient, be understanding, be the change. We at RDC have a heart and love for everyone, for not seeing color, but seeing life, not seeing religion, but seeing humility, not seeing culture, but seeing unity. Enough is enough. We need to carry one another's burdens and walk in each other's shoes. We need to change our perspective and see through the eyes of our neighbors. How wonderful and pleasant it would be if we as brothers and sisters could live together in harmony. What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 93. Rich is here. What's going on, everyone? Frankie's here. What's up? And um, sports, man. Sports is making a little bit of a comeback here. We had an excitement uh, Sunday afternoon. We did. I guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe not for you. NASCAR, fast car race in full it's, effect. It's saving Sundays for us. 100%. 100%. I had a heartbreak. <laughs> For those NASCAR fans out there, you all know what we're talking about. Uh, Frankie over here put money on Chase Elliott and basically dominated the whole race, won the first two stages, uh, coming down to, what, two laps left. Him and Joey Logano's battling for first place. They get into each other, and they both end up crashing. Frankie ends up losing his bet, and uh, Brad Keselowski wins two weeks in a row. Mm. And I believe Keselowski was in, like, sixth. Yeah, and he made a quick push up there to win the race. Like that, yeah. well, he, well, he was in third at the time when he was that leading at the beginning for a while. We thought he, it looked like he had the fastest car. Oh, yeah. Towards the middle of the race, he was in like, I want to say like around 15th. And then he worked his way all the way back. He had that pit that actually ended up working out for him. And Talking about being in the right spot at the right time. Oof. Oh, boy. Big time. The UFC was on last night. Shout out to the UFC. We know we're huge fans of that at RDC. Shout out to Dana White, always doing what things right. What did you right. guys think of the the setup in Vegas? See, I liked it here. You the, did? At the, you know what? They had the Apex Center, the UFC Apex Center. They built just about a little under a year, maybe a year ago. It's right next to the Performance Institute that they, had in Ve- that they have in Vegas, that UFC built as well. They built the Performance Institute, for those out there that don't know about it, the UFC did, so that their fighters, UFC fighters, could train there. They come, they could train for free, they got nutrition for free, recovery for free, all under the guidance of all the UFC trainers, nutritionists, doctors, 
etc. It's a great thing, you know? But really what it's used for is when fighters come to Vegas to fight, they use that as their gym. But sometimes, like, say, you know, if two fighters are fighting and they both want to use the, the, the Performance Institute, they built the Apex, a gym in there so that they could also, that the, both fighters don't have to train in the same thing the week of the fight, the same gym the week of the fight. But they also built it so that they could house the, the Ultimate Fighter. They could do open workouts there. They could do all their press and media right through there. Everything is broadcast right through there. So it's huge. It's huge for the UFC. But they got the octagon. So now they can control all the situation. You don't need to be in a big arena. There's really no need for it right now if you don't have fans. So why not fight in this basically intimate you know, environment where you could just do the fight for what it is, not have to be worried about like, you know, any other extra space, any you know, outside activity coming in. You control everything. So I liked it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched. I pretty much watched the full card. Uh, I mean, the arena. Just, it was. It was definitely different. It was basically. I felt like I was watching. Um, like, uh, what, what, what's the UFC? Tough enough, or what, what's what's it called? Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> uh, it felt like I was watching that. Okay. Um, I don't know. And Bruce Buffer wasn't there, so that was a little different. Yeah. So it was just a little different. Uh, well, the thing is, you don't need the, you know, the bullets. I know. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> nobody there. So they, they did. I don't even know if they did the, you know, the music for everybody except the, the end. Yeah. The two, the two uh, guys in the main. They just event. showed us when the guys were already in the ring. They, yeah. they announced them. And, everything and they can like cut that. to the chase, man. You don't yeah. need all that other hoopla. You know what I'm saying? No, they definitely don't. It's just, I was just, it was just a little different. Yeah. You know, the setup and no Bruce Buffer. It was just a little different for me. But and that's really I what, enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what sports are going to look like a little bit. It's going to be a little different when the NBA and NHL and the NFL come back, you know, and and Major League Baseball. We got to just accept it and kind of just deal with what's happening now and just be grateful for it. But what but what was a great thing is that there was a huge welterweight fight. Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Great fight. I didn't know much about this guy Gilbert Burns Me until neither. I watched him fight and then I started watching his other fights, watching him train watching him really come up. This guy is a second-degree black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's won numerous tournaments, bro. He's fought the who's who of jiu-jitsu. Now he's, I mean, he's been in the UFC for a little bit, but he's been dominating jiu-jitsu for a while. I think that camp has Tyron Woodley figured out. Because Usman was able to control him on the ground. Uh, Burns, Burns, right? Yeah. From the same camp, was able to control him on the ground. Mm -hmm. I think they have Woodley figured out. He's outside of them. Woodley dominated everyone else. Burns is really dangerous, though, because with that back black belt, he has severe power in his hands. Yes. That's a deadly combination. When you know that you could just punch as hard as you can and you don't mind being taken down, you could also take pe people down, but he's got a lot of power in his hands. This guy's very dangerous in this division. He could be the champ relatively quickly. He's ranked six, Gilbert Burns. He just beat Woodley, which I don't know how Woodley is one. I mean, I get it. Woodley only that lost. That was his first fight He back. lost to the champ. But Woodley, man, he just wasn't throwing any punches at all. That's Dude, what he does, though. I know, but so it's terrible. It's a terrible fight to watch. And I don't know. He's not gaining anything from it. He has to change it. Well, when you're the champ, I guess you could get away with that because you I still guess. have the belt. But now you have to work your way back up to another title shot. Nobody's going to give you a title shot if you're just waiting for one opportunity for five yeah. rounds. Mm -hmm. And these dudes that he's gonna have to go through are gonna come at him. Right. Mazadal, Usman, that's a, Burns. The, the welterweight division is fire right now. Usman is the champ. T 
Tyron Woodley was one. He'll drop. Kobe Covington is up there at two. Masvidal, three. Leon Edwards, four. Stephen Thompson, five. Gilbert Burns, six. Damian Maya, seven. And Michael Chiesa, eight. But Gilbert Burns beat Damian Maya, so that's not a problem at all. Leon Edwards, I don't know. Does he fight? They're saying that he might get the title shot. Who? Edwards. Versus Kamal Usma? Yeah. Did, um, what's his name? Kobe Covington lose his last fight? Yeah. To to Kamar Usma. Right, right, right. Okay. So uh, Covington's not going to get the rematch. So it's either going to be Masvidal, Edwards, or Burns. It depends what Masvidal wants to do. Mm -hmm. If he's going to push for a title shot, I think that he would get it. Yeah. But Covington just left that camp. So if he wants, like, just like a grudge match, because Masvidal don't care about the 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 title. No. No. He just wants to fight whoever he wants to beat up that day. I would personally like to see Masvidal versus Covington because those two are ex-teammates. Those two just like to strike. How do you feel about that fight, seeing that? Is that, is that maybe where you want to see this welterweight division go? Um, I, 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 I would like to see Masvidal go against Usman. I okay. just think you know, his last couple of fights, he kind of deserved that shot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of Covington. So watching, I mean, he's a great fighter, but I, I'd rather watch Masvidal fight uh, Usman. Where would you like? But to Covington see? could maybe fight Burns. I think that would be a good fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I if, feel like Covington lost. If you're so Masvidal, you should take the title shot yeah. and nothing yeah. else, right? But I mean, like I said, he he kind of just wants to beat Covington up, so he might be down for a fight like that. Right. I think the only if Leon Edwards, if they really want to give him the next fight, I think that that's the fight you have to make for Masvidal. Masvidal versus Leon Edwards. No, Masvidal. Masvidal. What was it? Yeah, that's the other part. Masvidal. Masvidal got beat for everybody. <laughs> yeah, punched Leon Edwards in the face backstage after after a UFC event. So he's they got beef there, but no one wants to see that. Masvidal no. will kill Leon Edwards. Wouldn't be a fight. He'll murder him. Yeah, I think he'd murder anybody. Though. I also agree. But I think he's the best in that division. Agree. It's a great division, but oh, I think that he's division. the best. Well, you it's. It's hard for me. I love Masvidal, but Masvidal is really good. And, but this guy, Gilbert Burns, scares the crap out of me, man. Well, he don't scare me because I don't got to fight him. But he's scary to make a push for the champ here. Agreed. He's scary, but Masvidal's hands are so... Oh, just piece him. Lethal, yeah. But what if this guy grabs him? Yeah, but I mean... People have dang- tried to grab him. That's before. also true, too. Masvidal got good... He's a Masvidal's good Masvidal's a very yeah. r- rounded fighter. Yeah. I mean, he fought Nate Diaz, and you know Diaz is a great guy on the ground, too. Mm-hmm. And Masvidal was able to escape that. This guy's that. like a gorilla, though. Yes, agree. When he gets on you, he wraps you up, and you, he's strong, and he's thick, Gilbert Burns. I think I, I would just like to see Masvidal versus Covington or Masvidal versus Connor. That's what I want to see from what? Masvidal. But I, I want to see Masvidal be the champ, too. So I, w- I would love if he fought Masvidal because they got a lot of beef, too. Why would you want to see your boy Connor get pieced up by Masvidal? Take it easy now. Take it easy now. I, I, I just want to see them two fight each other. Why? Because I think it would be great. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I get, they're not going to fight anything. They're not going to fight less. They're not going to fight 55. Definitely not. So, so you're saying you, you would want Masvidal versus Usma. Fight for the belt. I think that's a smart move for the UFC because yes. Masvidal is such a big draw, too. You make him the champ, and then you feed him all these other guys okay. right in a row. Okay. And then now you have your next like three fights lined up, right? And, pl- okay. and then beats, what do you do with he Burns? He beats Usman. You Covington. give him Burn- Covington. Covington fights Burns? Yes, because yeah. Burns, Burns is making his way up. Mm-hmm. Covington just lost, so now he has to earn his spot again. Mm-hmm. 
Then depending on what's going on with Leon Edwards, I feel like if Burns beats Covington, you could give him a title shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Covington is good, bro. Yeah. Really good. He's a really good striker. He's a really good wrestler. He's very well-rounded, too. I love this guy. I don't like his ad. I don't like his demeanor. But he's he's like a he's a little, little bit of a, like a clown, you know. Like he plays the part, you know, of like what the what the UFC needs a little bit of just to make more people entertained. But he's a great fighter. But the welterweight division is unreal. All these fights coming up are I get, going to be awesome. I I, I could even see they, them lining up Woodley versus uh, Le, what is this Leon Lewis? Leon Edwards. Le, Edwards. You yeah, know, I don't, like, don't want to see that. I don't know what's going on with Woodley. Woodley should retire. He's thirty-eight years old. He hasn't had a good fight in his last two fights. He's fought high guys, in, you know, in that ranking, high-ranking guys. He lost to the champ, lost to the number six-ranked guy. Isn't he the longest-reigning welterweight champ, I think they said? He's more than George uh, St. Pierre? Maybe in time, but I feel like it wasn't that many fights. No, I, could, I feel like it they wasn't They made a either, comment about that during that fight last night. I'm pretty sure that's Steven Thompson saying. twice, right? Yeah. Hmm. Damian Maya. Mm-hmm. Who else? I'm trying oh, to think. Man. I don't know. They made a comment, though, that like he was... Steven Thompson twice. Damian Maya. He's definitely... F- Robbie Lawler. Right. Robbie Lawler. That's four. I think that's it, though, right? Rafael Dos Anjos? No? He's in that division. But now. F- now, yeah. I don't know. If you, I looked at that division earlier. I don't think it's much. But whatever it may be, we'll have to see what goes on. But I'm pumped. Absolutely pumped. You got something, Rich, for it? Okay. Well, he beat Lawler for the belt. Mm-hmm. And then he had a draw against Thompson. He beat Thompson, beat Maya, beat Till. Oh, wow. And, Till, right? and then lost to Usman. So he only had one, two, three, four title. F- he uh, fought a bunch of jokers. <laughs> bro. No disrespect, Tyron Woodley. But I mean, you wouldn't call them jokers bit. back then, though. Stephen Thompson is he like... He was killing dudes. I get, I, I, I get like some of the guys love him, but he's like the point guy, and then you get karate kid. <laughs> get out of here, bro. Get out of here. I was so happy when Anthony Pettis knocked his block off, <laughs> and Woodley knocked his block off twice. They, Darren Till is a... Is a is a they they moved him up the ranks way too fast. Yeah, he's he needs to pay his dues. You know, they thought he was going to be a bigger star than what he was fast enough, and he's getting knocked out left and right. Masvidal blessed him. And who someone else did, too. Yeah, UFC like. didn't do him any favors. <laughs> Everyone knocked him out like three times in a row, Darren, too. UFC is awesome, man. Everyone watch the UFC. Get on the train. RDC crew, man. Jump to football for a little bit here. I got a question for y'all, and it's, it is a Dak Prescott question, but it's more of trades. I've seen this on NFL Net, NFL.com. They had, do the Cowboys trade Dak Prescott instead of keeping him? Now, I wouldn't want that, but this is the teams they said should make a push for him. The Jaguars, or as you call them, the Jaguars. <laughs> do you think the Jaguars make sense no. to make a push for Dak Prescott? No. No? They're, you don't like it? They're a rebuilding team Okay. With, they, with no talent. Okay. Yeah. What would they offer the, they, the Cowboys? They'd have to o- offer draft picks, they were saying. That's the opposite of what yeah. they're trying to do. Maybe defenders. I don't like that. I mean, what are, what are some other options? The Patriots. Yeah, Oof. that's a good spot for them. I can see that. Do the Patriots win more games with Prescott or Statham? Prescott. Statham. Prescott. Okay, I like it. Do they, do they make a push like 
a real push with Prescott. Yeah, I think they would with any average quarterback. That's not nice. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. No, they got Jimmy G. But they trade Jimmy G, and to they where? bring it to the Cowboys. The Cowboys get Jimmy G this for is what they said. This is not wow. me making this up. This is All what right. they, their suggestions are. All of these are their suggestions. They trade Jimmy G. The Cowboys get Jimmy G for less money than what Dask, than Dak is asking for. They pretty much got themselves a starter. They got Andy Dalton in case, you know. And San Francisco gets a guy who they say is better than Prescott, is better than uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. With that offense, with that defense. It's logical. It's a logical scenario, I think. If San Francisco trades Jimmy G by tomorrow, June 1st, they save themselves $25 million. Does the wow. team that, that signs him have to pick up that – Money I, up? I don't know. I think they just get. I think he just they just get his what he's worth, you know, for this year. I don't know if that's it or not. The other team was Detroit. No. Didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No. Why would you do that? Stafford is good. The rest of the team stinks. Yeah. And the last team was the Buffalo Bills. Still didn't make any sense to me. No. no. They got Josh you, Allen. Why would you stop the the progress of Josh Allen? And so, none of those teams could really give the Cowboys anything really good back for Dak. The Patriots would have to, would give have them their to quarterback come up. back. The, the Patriots could give up a, a first round draft pick. Yeah, if they want to. The defense is good. The offense is. They got a good run game, right? So, the only ones that make kind of sense to me are the Patriots and San Francisco. Yeah, in San Francisco, it's because with San Francisco you get Jimmy G back, who it's a decent quarterback, and you pay him less money. You don't pay him as much as Dak is looking for. You got him under contract. So I don't like any of them. I want Prescott to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. NFL.com, I don't know who wrote the article. They have big, bold predictions for the season. First prediction, Patriots will collapse, and they will get a top five pick in the 2021 NFL draft. I agree. I don't see oh, that. You, Frank, you don't agree because <laughs> we've heard him on the last episode. I wouldn't be surprised if Belichick makes that team tank. Nah, doesn't make them tank, but I, I could see them being the worst team in the NFL and then they get the kid Trevor Lawrence from Clemson, and boom, there's another Tom Brady. Belichick runs off another five more. I don't think it's possible. I don't think Belichick is the tank guy, first I of know, all. I think he'd rather pick a quarterback in the fifth round that's yeah. the next Tom Brady 100%. that nobody knows about. Yeah, 100%. Which could be this kid. Absolutely. And then they go back. There's a reason again. that he didn't sign a quarterback this year. It's either he's tanking. Or he's seen something in practice with one of these guys. Or he's still got his eye on somebody. Yeah. And he's not quite sure how to make the move for it yet or what exactly is going to go down. Just gonna be he's weird. not sitting on his hands. No. He's got a plan. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of plotting going yeah. on. What, what, what is it, like 16 seasons the Patriots have won the uh, AFC East or something like that? It's a lot. It's something ridiculous. So it's going to be weird. If the Patriots do stink, like not a top team in the NFL. It wouldn't be unprecedented, though, right? We've seen it before. Yeah. Dynasties collapse. But, I mean, this one lasted. You I just guess. thought that this one would collapse, like a lot of us, and me too, once Brady and Belichick were like, all right, we're out. Mm-hmm. Then they collapse. Together. You know? Yeah. I never thought that. Like the Bulls did, like the Lakers did, like dynasties like that. It's like, all right, once Kobe and Phil leave, once Mike and Phil leave, you know, and Shaq bounces out of it. He's like, okay. You know, because when Shaq bounced out of L.A., they still had Kobe. They still had Phil. They were still really good. They still won two more. Yeah. 
But imagine if Phil stayed and Mike bounced. Then people would be like, well, is it Phil or is it Mike? Everyone clearly knew it was Mike. Yeah. It wasn't there Phil. wasn't a question. <laughs> Phil's great. Don't Nobody get me wrong. I love it was Jackson, Phil Jackson, but it was Mike. He the tried se- to run that triangle in yeah. New York. Yeah. My, Phil got where Mike is bound. He's like, I'm out. I'm also <laughs> out, too. Uh, Raiders running back Josh Jacobs will win the rushing title. Bold prediction. No. These are your bold predictions? No, this, no, this is NFL.com oh, okay. came up with. No, no, I don't like Not that. even close. No, me either. Jets quarterback Sam Donald will become a star in the league. <laughs> I just have to A lot of people that. are saying that. That is a thing, though, going good, into this season. right? A lot of the analysts are saying this guy makes a huge leap. I don't think He's so. He's good, but they didn't really do him any favors. I agree. I don't see. Yeah, he doesn't. He, who who who's he his wide receivers? Robbie Anderson? Is he still no, he's there? not. No, he's out. Carolina. Carolina. They got Quincy and Quincy and Nua's already on uh, the disabled list. I he, he's, he's already out for the whole year. Wow. He starts on that every year. That well, guy. he has that neck issue. I think, oh, he, I think he's going to be done with football in general. So who do they have? Exactly. They got homeboy from uh, Washington who was there a couple years. What's his uh, name, that guy, man? He played pretty good last year. Jameson Crowder? Crowder. Okay. He's always a good fantasy guy. Yeah. Late rounds. Right. But, but besides that, if you who? want a guy on a bye week to catch <laughs> you, get you three catches instead of the other guy. He's good for <laughs> yeah. eight points, man. Maybe a white receiver on the Raiders, I don't see whatever that, that guy's name is. No, right. No, me either. Me they either. don't have any receivers over there? What was the what was that about, you think? Who knows? Didn't they get the kid from, from Seattle to Richardson? Paul Richardson? Yes. No, Paul Richardson was with Redskins. The Redskins, wasn't he? Did he go to the Seattle? I don't know what's going on. The I'm, they, don't, they don't got anybody. I'll we'll look it up later on. Regardless. Coach of the year, Mike McCarthy for the Cowboys, will be the NFC East number one seed. Will be the NFC number one seed. Out of all the ones So Mike McCarthy just... will win the coach of the year, and the Cowboys will be the number one seed in the NFC. Out of all the things you said, this is the one I see that could, mo- that, that could be the most realistic. Okay. I agree so far. I don't agree with any of the other ones yet. I don't agree that the Patriots will collapse. Josh Jacobs will win the rushing title. That Sam Donald will be a star. This one I could get on board with. Not because I'm a Cowboys fan. Just because I think this is the most realistic. I think they could be very, very good. Very good. You got anything on this? No, it's possible. I think Andy Reid probably gets it this year, though. Okay. Um, Seahawks will miss the playoffs altogether. Yeah. No. I see that. I don't see that at all. I see it happening this year. Really? Yeah. I, I heard you on the last episode when I listened back. You were not a fan of the Seahawks. You said they're actually going to have a uh We were all know, not fans a tough at the beginning start. of last year. Oh, and I they just, proved us wrong. Yeah. Oh, they do. I can't keep. They're just going to be battling all year long to be a 500 team, and I just think they fall short towards the end of the year, mm. and they miss it. They're always like that, but they usually but they usually pick it up at the end of the season and make the playoffs. I just think this year they they're, not, they're not going to be able to pick it up and – get in a rhythm and do what they usually do, and they're going to miss it. Okay. This one I think we all get on board with. Patrick Mahomes throws 51 touchdown passes. Yeah, a million. Yeah. <laughs> That's an easy one, right? How about this, though? In his first full season as a starter, this is uh, Patrick Mahomes, he posted 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, and won the MVP, and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Yee doggy. That guy's unreal. No, he didn't win the Super Bowl his first year. He wanted to say no. His first full year as a starter, which was last year. He the threw year... fifty touchdowns last year. Yeah, he was hurt for half the season. 
50 touchdowns. That was two years ago. That was two years ago? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, so two years ago. Lamar won the MVP last year. Okay, right, so right. two and that's years when, And they ago. won a the Super Bowl, yeah. Not last year, the year before he won. That was his first full year as a starter. Yes. 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. And then the next year, one he won MVP. The Super Bowl. Yeah, and won a Super Bowl, yeah. So in his first won two years Bowl, in yes. the end, first his, two years as a starter, he's, that's what he's accomplished. Yes. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's basically everything you want to accomplish. Yeah. First year as a starter, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Next year as a starter, MVP, uh, Super Bowl. I'm Super a, Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Thank you, winner. I'm going to throw another. Next year. What do you do after that? I'm throwing another question in there, what I just came up with. Okay. Lamar Jackson rushes for 1,000 oh, yards again. Yeah, I don't think that's I think a bold so. prediction. Yeah, I think that could definitely happen. 100%. That can go down. Yeah. Easily. Now, here's the deal. Lamar, uh, Patrick Mahomes, in his first full year as a starter, he, he 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. His second year, he wins the Super Bowl. And, and in the year he won, the year he threw 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, he won the MVP, right? Yes. Lamar Jackson wins the MVP, right? <laughs> Does this year he win the Super Bowl? Does he do the I Patrick so. Mahomes? I hope so. No. Bring it back to Baltimore. Win an win a MVP next year, MVP of the Super Bowl? Because you won it? <laughs> I don't know, Rich. Let's go. You got to win a playoff game first. That's also true. Juju Smith-Schuster will dominate once again. <laughs> no. Bold prediction. By the way, Juju Smith last year, 552 total yards, three touchdowns last year. Awful year. He was battling injuries, though. Okay. The, the Steelers need another receiver, or even possibly two, mm-hmm. to take pressure off of him. Mm-hmm. When he's the main guy, I just don't think he could do it. You know? I he, agree with they, you, Rich. I they, said they, it last episode, too. He e- needs help. Ebron will be there. That might take some, like, some, some uh, you know. Pressure off him? Pressure off him. You don't think Ben being there? I, I, I don't think that matters. I just you don't think, think it matters at all? I think when the defense is no, keying on matter. him. It has to matter. But regardless, the defense is going to be keying on him. Well, I think what So will as help. long as you stop Juju, you yeah. have nothing else to worry about. But I think Connor will help that. Connor will come out of the backfield. I was, after I listened to the episode last week, too, I think I was being harsh on the Steelers. Do I still believe and stick to my guns of they need help? 100%. They need another receiver. And maybe another running back to help Connor out, to relieve him of like the every down back. But I think getting Connor out in the flat and giving him some handoffs, I think, helps Juju out. But James Washington is not the answer on the other side. And they got, did they have anybody else? They have another young guy. I forget his name. Why don't though. they make a move for Dez, Michael Crabtree? Like, those guys can still play football and alleviate some of the pressure from that Juju that Juju needs help with. Give him a couple one-on-ones. It's hard to, it's hard to dominate and be that guy when you're getting when you're getting doubled, and when you're the man, they key on you. They got a D. Uh, exactly, Johnson. Uh, D. Johnson, <laughs> D. Definitely. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is a kid's show, show Rich. <laughs> Dante Johnson. No yeah, way, yeah. Broski. Dante Johnson. And next bold prediction: Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford would lead the NFL in passing. Mm-hmm. I can't see that. No. Maybe maybe for the first three games. Who who made these? Top, I don't know the guy's name. Top ten, I could even see him in the top five, but he's not. Th- he's not throwing for more yards than Mahomes and some of these other guys. The thing that helps him is he's got Marvin Jones, he's got Galladay, he's got Danny Amendola, he's got the. Isn't the tight end pretty good over there? The rookie, he was a rookie last year. 
I forget his name. Something Hicks with B? an H? Hicks, yeah. is, is it Hicks no, no, B or no, something? No, no, The Rams. No. Oh. Um, dang, I don't remember. Hawking, that guy, Hawking something. Hawking, yeah. Hawking. That guy, he's pretty good, too. <laughs> give, him, give him some love, man. I don't know. So, you, you, I think he finishes in the, in the top five, though. Yeah, I can see that. So, stemming off of this, you just said that Matthew Stafford was going to win the passing title. Well, I didn't say it, but yeah, it's the bowl prediction. The yeah, bowl yeah, prediction. Yeah, yeah. So, I have a list here of seven quarterbacks that are most likely to win the passing title. Okay. So, we got Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, Jarrett Goff, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz. So, out of those seven, I mean, we're all probably going to go Patrick Mahomes, right? Most likely. Yeah. I can, yeah. But uh, besides him. Who do you guys think would have a best shot of winning the passing title? Outside of Prescott. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Prescott. Cooper, Gallup, <laughs> oh boy. C.D. Lamb. They're not throwing Jar Jar Binks. That's the only thing that could hurt them is that they won't throw it as much. But they got receivers. Mike McCarthy likes to throw the ball. They're going to throw the ball. And in the second half of the year, Zeke is going to run the rock. It's going to be throw the ball like crazy. And then third quarter, fourth, late third quarter, fourth quarter, Zeke's going to run wild. I'm going to go with two guys that aren't even on this But list. I also agree with Matt Ryan. I don't mean to jump. But Matt, Matt Ryan, I think, with Julio, with, with, with Calvin Ridley. Is, is the guy a third guy over there still? What's his name? Is uh, Sanu still over there? No. No, no, no. Okay. They lost, they lost Austin Hooper, though. Sanu is on the Patriots. But they got Hayden right. Hurst. Hayden Hurst. I don't even know of Matt Ryan then. I take that one back then. No. Todd Gurley. Todd I'm Gurley. With, I'm going Tom Brady or Drew Brees. I think those one of those two will oh, win the yeah. passing title. Tom Brady could, bro. Neither think, one of those guys is throwing 5,000 yards next I, year. I think Tom Brady could light I'm it up if that, all Rich. those guys stay healthy. I'm with that. That's my bold prediction. Tom Brady wins the passing title. Wow. My top five, though, I'll tell you, is this. No, it, This is the order. Mahomes, Prescott, Brees, Brady, Stafford. Those are the top five. I don't know if it's order. I, I shouldn't go with the order. That'd be tough. But those five guys will be the top five guys in some sort by the end of the year. I th- and I think Wentz is right there. As long as Wentz stays healthy, I still don't I don't know about the receivers, but he throws the ball constantly. Oh, yeah. They throw the ball constantly. Drew Brees with Kamara, yeah. Thomas, and Sam, uh, Sanders now? Mm-hmm. Goff, you mentioned before, too. He's still, got, he's still got Cup over there. He's still got Bobby Woods over there. You know? They got Higby. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, Cam Akers, maybe he comes out of the backfield a little bit. Um, McShay, not Todd McShay, that's the analyst. McVay. Todd McVay, he likes to dump the ball to his running backs with screens Sean and McVay. stuff like that. Sean what McVay. is his name? Tom McVay, <laughs> Tom McShay, <laughs> Sean McVay. Oh, man. What's his name? I think it's Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Can we Come fact on. check that? Let's go. We're Char- allowed to have these. We're still getting back into the of course, of this. Of course, of course. That's why people love us <laughs> over here. Um, Chargers, and this is the last one, Chargers, safety, Derwin James, Wins the defensive player of the year. Yeah, if he stays healthy. Yeah, I think so. That guy's dominant, man. That guy's very, very, very good. Having Chris Harris there to help him out, too. Yeah. I think think Khalil Mack makes a huge comeback this year. He had a little bit of a down year last year. Khalil Mack is an... I guess. Right. They were triple teaming him. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) He figures that out, and he gets gets through that. I think he's going to be, again, once again, dominant. But that's a lot of what I had besides... A fantasy football question. You want me to save that, or do you want to go into what you had, Rich? Oh, uh, you guys want to w- maybe save that. Okay. Well, how much time we got? We're looking at right now. Thirty-one. All right. So yeah, let's get save into that question for last. Okay. Yeah. 
So let's get into so for now on for the next couple of weeks we're gonna start ranking uh play like uh, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, defense, offense of each NFL uh, NFL team. So this week we're gonna start off with ranking um, all the quarterbacks in each division of how we think they're gonna perform in this upcoming season. So we'll start right off with the NFC East. Get Mike started, you know, pretty early with this. So, who do you think is going to be the best quarter? Let's, let's rank them. One to four. NFC East. Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, and who knows what the Redskins. Dwayne Haskin or Kyle Allen? Yeah, Frank, you can go first. I like the order. Just how, how, how it is, right? It, yeah. I obviously, have, I have Prescott before Wentz. I, I, I actually agree. I think Dak Prescott will probably be the best quarterback in that division. Then Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. and then the last two. We don't even know who's going to be the starter over there. Correct. I just wanted to, I just wanted to point this out. Dak Prescott, 15,778 yards career. Carson Wentz, 14,000. Carson Wentz also missed a lot Okay, of I'm just pointing this out. Dak Prescott, 97 touchdowns. 97 for Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott, 36 interceptions. Carson Wentz, 35 interceptions. Wow. Passer rating, Carson Wentz, 92.7. Dak Prescott, 97. Come on. These guys are right there, bro. Yeah, they're okay? pretty even. Let's stop with all the hoopla, doopla. These guys are both very good. Okay? Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, though. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Let's go NFC West. Russell Wilson, Jarrett Goff, Kyler Murray, Jimmy G. I like that order, too. <laughs> I like Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Jared Goff, Jimmy G. You think Kyler Murray is better than Jared Goff right now? No, like this is this is going into next year. Yeah, who's gonna? I think I think Kyler Murray is gonna be better. Yes, who, I think it's who, Russell who do you Wilson. Gonna have a Kyler better Murray. So when this yeah, season, that right there, you think golf's gonna have a better season than Kyler Murray? Yeah, even adding it's Hopkins. Not saying a lot. I mean, Jared Goff been to a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray's only in his second year. Jared Goff loves you. I love <laughs> him because he ha- you hang on that Super Bowl getting there every episode. You I love that. him. I know you do. <laughs> I know you guys are best friends. It's crazy. Hit me up, bro. Dang. Who you got, I actually Rich? go. I go Let's Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Jimmy G, Jared Goff. Wilson, Murray, Jimmy G, Goff. Okay. No, yeah, Jimmy G, Goff. Yep. Okay. Disrespect. And uh, NFC North: Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. And then with the Bears, what's the start there? Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles? Who do Nick. you think is actually going to be the starter and full-time there? Nick Foles. Yeah, me too. Okay, so now rank them. Oh, man. I actually like that order I have it. Kirk Cousins, then Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and whoever the quarterback is in, the, in Chicago will be the last one. I like Stafford over Rodgers only because of everything that happened this year. Rodgers showed a little bit of a decline last year. Plus, with the quarterback controversy, I think maybe he doesn't really have that good of a season. Hmm. And Stafford, I mean, he's always pretty consistent, throws mm-hmm. throws up numbers all the time. We're just saying, like, the better quarterback, right? Yes. Not the better team. Yep, just quarterback. Yeah. I put Stafford over Rodgers this year. Yeah, I like that, too. I like Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and then our friend Nick Foles. And also known as. I think this is the most <laughs> tough division right here. Uh, the Not NFC South, me. Tom right. Brady, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater. I got I got Brady, Brees, Matt Ryan, Teddy. 
No, no, don't leave the fans waiting. What do y'all got? Go, what the heck? I'll go last. <laughs> I um, yeah, I'm I'm going Tom Brady because, like I said, I, th- I think he, mm-hmm. my bold prediction is him winning the passing title. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater. So pretty much what you yeah, had. Same one. I got Brees, Ryan, Brady, Bridgewater. Oh my gosh. You got Tom Brady third. Yeah. What makes you think that Tom Brady is not gonna kill it? Last year. He played good last year. And Very he had, good. played all right. And he had no weapons. He had weapons. Last year, compared to what he's got now? He got more weapons now, but of he course. has to get it to them. Oh, he's going to get it to them. When has he not <laughs> got it to the players before? Never. Absolutely never. Guy's unbelievable. I wish I could find the stats quick enough from last year. Yeah, you can go to the next one, and I'll look them up. We're going to start heading up the AFC. Okay. So AFC East, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold. Jarrett Stit, uh, Stidham, Stidham, uh, Tua or Ryan Fitz for the for the Dolphins. Oh my gosh! I think Tua is gonna take that starting position. Yeah, uh, obviously rookie. Hopefully game one. Do you think he does better than Jarrett Stidham? Wait a second, y'all are just ju- who do you have one? Tua? Jo- no, no, Josh no, no. Allen. We're, we're I ta- got Allen. We're one. just talking yeah, okay. real quick. All right, just making sure. I was just saying that we all agree that Tua I got is Tua be a second the though. Yeah, me too. Okay. I got Josh Allen, Tua. <laughs> then I got my man, my man Jared Stenham. <laughs> then Sam Donald. <laughs> what the heck? Come on now, way. <laughs> no, nah, I, I think I, I don't think Sam Donald is good. You bro. liked him last year. I, I, he was Sam Donald. Yeah, he was Donald. Right. Donald. <laughs> Donald. He was alright. But I, I I agree with that. I'll go Josh Allen, Tua. I'll go Sam Donald, and then Jared Stenham. So I don't yeah, think he's gonna be. I'm the, with you. I don't think he. I don't think he finishes a season as a Patriots quarterback. I can see it. I really? think him. Yeah, I see him going like one and four, one and five. They make a late move, mm. maybe bring in Cam, do something. I don't think Stidham's going to be the quarterback there full see, time. See, I could see them going five and zero, oh, and then Belichick throwing another quarterback in there <laughs> oh and winning God. another five games. Is it totally impossible that he brings back Jacoby Brissett? It's not impossible. No, I was thinking about it the other day. Because Philip Rivers is over there, he's going to be the quarterback. Maybe bring in somebody else and trade Brissett. And I think a team that would love to have him back is the Patriots. Who's the backup? Hoyer? Yeah. For the Patriots? J- um, Jacoby Brissett is solid, man. He knows the system. He's been there. I think Belichick really likes him. But, but I also, like I said, I think Belichick still has up his sleeve to get back Jimmy G somehow. That's that his wild. dude. That's his dude. He's bringing back someone that's been there. That's what I think is going to happen. Whether it be Jimmy G or Jacoby Brissett, mark my words, one of those guys will be the quarterback at the end of, you know, mid-year, if not by the end of the year. One of those guys are there. I don't, I don't know if it's – I would like to say it's before the begin, around the beginning, but mark my words, bro. One of those guys are coming back. Let's go ASC West. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Hibbert, or Tyrod Taylor, but – I think it's Herbert, but Herbert what do is I, what it I Herbert? Know? I wasn't sure it was Hibbert or Herbert. Is that you know how me. you spell it? I butcher names all the time. Is that how you spell it? For no, sure? No, I, I just threw <laughs> oh this in there. It's Herbert. It's Herbert. Herbert. And by the okay. way, Tom Brady in 2019, 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Not great. Not great. That's what Frankie's going to say. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's Herbert. <laughs> okay. Justin Herbert. What? You took it away from me. <laughs> no, that's what you're gonna say. I I like to think it's a good season. Okay. Go ahead. So Not we're great. so we're agreeing Justin Herbert's gonna be the starting quarterback for the Chargers. Tyrod yeah. Taylor doesn't get no. Yeah. 
All right. No, Tyrod Taylor is going to be in the first maybe two, three games, and then Herbert's in. Who's the quarterback for the Broncos? Drew Locke. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I think it's Mahomes, Drew Locke, Derek Carr, and then whoever the quarterback of the Chargers is. I think it's Herbert. But I like Mahomes. I love Drew Locke. And I think Derek Carr has a good comeback year this year. I think he plays solid himself. I don't know how much it is, you know, team-wise. I got Patrick Mahomes second. Oh, to who? I'm just kidding. (laughs) What? Okay. I agree with Mike's order. I got Mahomes, Locke, Herbert, Carr. Wow. And I know y'all two so good that I could pick what your next order is for the (laughs) AFC North. All right? Riches is this. Riches is Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. That's yours, Rich. Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. Is that yours? Mine is exactly how I have it written. Okay. Really? What? Okay. He got is that Baker's in my headphones second? or is that outside? It's outside. Okay. Hopefully it's not in the headphones. <laughs> Sounds like I go Lamar zoo. Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Big Ben. So I don't think Big Ben finishes this season. I think he gets hurt again. Okay. Uh, I disagree right. with that, That's but okay. Fair. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be no, better I, those guys with one right. leg no. or something. Who do you get? I, who do you got? You want me to guess what yours is too? If you want, but I don't think that you get it right. So let me just say mine. Okay. I got Lamar Jackson. Yep, that's what I was going with. Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Baker, Baker Mayfield. That's, I knew it. I had one of y'all pants, <laughs> and I almost had you pants. Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, yep. Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I, I really like your order here, Rich, but I think Ben is – obviously, I think Ben is better than Joe Burrow this year. I like Jackson. I like Mayfield. But but I want to put Bennett, too, because I think he's going to be healthy this year. But I'm going to go Jackson, Mayfield, Roethlisberger, it's and then Joe Burrow. It's almost guaranteed, though, that Ben's going to miss at least two, three games this yeah, season. Yeah, it always happens, right? So already Joe Burrow has three games on you know, on him. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe Burrow is going to be slinging the ball this year. Okay. I, I think he's going to have like a, a Jameis Winston type year, like mm-hmm. a bunch of TDs, yeah. but then a bunch of picks, too. You know, he's, he's going to be in that learning process. Okay. But he's just going to be slinging it. I'm not mad at that. AFC South. Philip Rivers, Deshaun Watson, Gardner Minshew, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Your boy, Ryan Tannehill. I think it's going to be Watson, Rivers, Tannehill, Minshew. Agree. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I got Watson, Tannehill, Minshew. Oh, Rivers. my gosh. You're a Rivers hater, bro. For some reason. I'm not with the old age quarterback. Not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> Look up his stats last year. Oh, I don't. I got no time for that. It takes too long. We need a stack uh-huh. guy. So next week we'll we'll run through what the running backs we decided on. Yes. Then the final week we'll do wide receiver duos. I just think. Okay. We'll do for for each team. Um, I was thinking of going defenses for each team for mm-hmm. the division, and then a, a offense as a as a whole. Okay. Kicker. I think I think tight no punter no he can with that deep or even I don't tight know ends. punters we'll just go straight quarterback running back wide receivers defense offense okay it's kind of something to kill some time till sports pick up a little bit I just thought it was pretty cool to do but um but um the NBA but um <laughs> yeah the NBA what because <laughs> I'm I'm pumped about this the, other question so the NBA is um. They 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 propose maybe just having a sixteen seed playoff bracket. Yeah. No east or west, just the the top sixteen teams in the league. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so I have the bracket right here, like what, what the breakdown would be. Um, the Bucks would be the number one seed. Lakers would be two. Raptors would be three. Clippers would be four. Celtics would be five. Nuggets, six. Jazz, seventh. Heat, eight. Um, Thunder, nine. Rockets, 10. Pacers, 11. 76ers, 12. The Mavericks, 13th. The Grizzlies, 14th. The Nets, 15th. And the Magic, 16th. Mm. Once again, the Knicks can't even find themselves <laughs> in a tournament. So the matchups. Mm. So if this went down, this is Stay this would be the first round matchups. Yeah. The Bucks versus Magic, Lakers versus Nets, Raptors versus Grizzlies, Clippers versus Mavericks, Celtics versus 76ers, Nuggets versus the Pacers, Jazz versus the Rockets, and Heat versus the Thunder. Let me just say this. I like this. I like this tournament bracket. I think it helps get the game back. It helps weed out the teams that don't need to be in and don't even need to come back. Congratulations, stay home, season's over. And we get to have basketball back, and they get to finish their season. That's why I like this. You can't go back to playing games. You know, There's too many games left. Then there's the playoffs, and then there's all that. I feel like they could do this tournament in one place. Agree. Get these teams in one location. Or a couple cities. Or two locations. Play it out. Get it done. I would love to see it. I think it, I think we'd be it would be awesome. I think so too. I there, really do. There's been talk of them wanting to do something like this mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. Instead of breaking it down to the East versus West, it's just the 16 best yeah. teams. So this is a perfect situation to try it out. Mm-hmm. See how the fans like it. See how the league likes it. Yeah. And then go from there. The the the, the season's already washed. Mm-hmm. You know, like whoever wins the championship this year, there's there's going to be. You know, you didn't play a full season. Right. It was a different type of playoff playoff bracket. So why not try something different to see how it works? And this, I think, is the time to experiment. Exactly. If you're going to experiment, do it now to see what you think about it. Don't exactly. do it in a regular season where everything is going great and then, you know, now you got to try it for the first time. This is the time to do it. I like it. And like you said, you could break it to where it's just in two, three cities, even just one. Yeah. One city. And you, and you like a Saturday and it's like uh, – Saturday and Sunday, you have basketball all day. And then throughout the week, you have two games mm-hmm. every night, you know? Keep everybody in those two cities. Watch over what they do. The only Monitor thing, that. The only thing I was wondering is the first round. Would you want it to be a five-game series or a seven-game series? Like this seven-game series all the way through? No. Or is that too much? I think either three or five-game series. But now, in a three-game series or a five-game series, I feel like one of these teams, they haven't played basketball in mm-hmm. three months. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's not. It's not that. It's not that like type of year. If someone, if the Bucks come out and they can't get it going, and they play the Magic. O- Orlando, and Orlando's better, that that's not going to happen. The Bucks are going to beat them. But say that happened, right? It's, then they get the best of them, and that's that. And sorry, the Bucks. It's a weird Still got season. next year, right? It's a weird season. No one's going to count the twenty eighteen, the twenty twenty champs. No one's counting anything. Exactly. I just turned thirty seven today. I'm not even counting it. I'm thirty six. <laughs> I got robbed. 2020 doesn't exist. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to myself. <laughs> but I think this would be pretty cool. I mean, I'm the champ. You got uh, the Celtics versus 76ers. That's two East Coast teams. Yeah. You got... Um, I think that's something that they should do. Keep East Coast... I, I know in there it's an East Coast versus a West Coast. Maybe some games playing each other. Some of them are. If you're going to keep everyone in the same area, then okay, cool. Then you can play that. Don't separate it. If they separate by region, then let the West teams play it out and the East teams play it out and then bring them together. But I don't think they should do that. That's too much tradition of like a regular season is, and then it starts to mess things up. Play it as the tournament. Play it that way, the way this is. Exactly. I have a question, though. Do you think that 
they that the guys who were injured and ready to play did they play? Well, I heard that does they, Kyrie Irving, does KD, does Steph are they ready to play? Clay Thompson, these types of guys, if they're ready to play, do they play? Well, the I think the I Warriors are out. Right? Okay, so boom, but still, but ya. KD, the Nets are in, so KD and Kyrie could you they can't come back? Tell them that they can't play. Right? Do they even play? Uh, then that's a better question, right? right? I think that's what we're going to run into a little bit. Who wants to play? Because basketball is infamous for that, even when they're healthy. Now, they're not going to play. They're going to sit out. So I think that might happen with this. You may not get the superstars out there playing. I think LeBron plays, though. I think he's itching to play. Um, But like some of the other guys, I'm not quite sure, man. I don't know what that looks like. I want basketball to finish, though. I just want there to be either you're going to play or you're not, and let's play it. What are you doing there, man? I was just trying to count... uh how many series it would be. I think it would be four or five series. Right? you got 16, mm. then it goes down to eight, then it goes down to four, then it goes down to the final two. Mm. So only three series you would have to play? Four yeah. series Come to, on. Get, to get Let's a champion? Go. Play it, man. We were excited about NASCAR today. <laughs> we yeah. were. We'll figure out how to be excited about that. People just got to bet. It's going to be a lot of squeaking with no fans. Well, you're going to oh, hear ton shoes of ton of the whole time. How about what, what, what Deshaun Jackson said about the NFL? They should do that with the NBA, Mic too. Mic everybody up and let's give the fans some access. Yeah. I love it. They should do that with the NBA players. I like that. Deshaun Jackson came on out. The, yeah. on the bleeping button's going to, you, you need <laughs> oh. to pay him. Put it, yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be a whole lot. That's why they can't. <laughs> There's going to be a ton of foul language being oh, yeah. said. And you're going to hear it anyway because there's not going to be any fans there. But I'm I'm in favor of that tournament. I'm in favor of the NBA coming back. I think it should be done in two cities. Play it out. Let's get it done. Agree. I think the NHL uh, NHL is gonna do the same type of format. Yeah, yeah. I want to say they already agreed to it. Perfect. They're down. How long before Belichick taps into the other team's mics? (laughs) By game three. (laughs) Game one. He already got the whole play. He already did it. He's already tapped in. What's next? Um, you guys have anything else? No. Where 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 we at on time? Getting there. Okay. Yeah. I just got one more question. Uh, it kind of stems off from the from Friday night. Uh, me and you know Pat, we talk about him a lot. He's been on the episodes a couple times, but they released a documentary. They had a little thing on ESPN on Roy Holiday, and uh, you know he he passed away in a tragic plane accident a couple years ago. But me and Pat were talking, and we, and we were saying how Roy Holiday was probably one of the best pitchers we've seen in our era of baseball. So like I was just thinking, and you know we're all about four years apart. I'm. Frankie's the youngest. I'm four years older than him. You're four years older than me, Mike. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, just thinking, and I was just curious of like, what were some baseball players when you guys were growing up, and mm-hmm. like that that you guys used to enjoy watching play, or yeah. you know, like I said, Roy Roy Holiday was one one of the best pitchers I ever seen. Like mm-hmm. Roy always always remember him, mm-hmm. Cliff Lee. Mm-hmm. Like these are pitchers I remember watching. Dominating the league when when I was really watching baseball, like in the early two thousands. Tim Lincecum, you remember him? Yeah, on the Giants. Yes, yes. with a long Deadly. hair. Tory Hunter, I said. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the other guy that I was saying? Oh, Manny Ramirez. Oh, yeah. th- these and that's my guys. Manny Ramirez, one of my favorite players ever. He was electric to favorite watch. Favorite players ever. Ken Griffey Jr. Jason Giambi. Yeah, Don Mattingly was one of my favorite all time. Andrew Jones, I love Andrew Jones, though I hated the Braves. Uh, Ivan Rodriguez, the catcher, love Rangers. Him. Pudge, Pudge, love, love Pudge, <laughs> absolutely love Pudge. There we go. Do you know this about Ken Griffey Jr. Though I looked up after I think about my favorite guys that I love to watch, 
thir- Griffey was a 13-time All-Star, 10-time Gold Glove winner, 7-time Silver Slugger, and he won the MVP in 1997. He was the first pick overall the year that he came out. He has 740-plus home run seasons in eight years. Wow. In 93, Griffey homered in eight straight games to tie MLB record. Then in 1994, he had 40 homers in August. (laughs) (laughs) He had 40 homers by August. Wow. What are you doing? Hitting the ball like crazy. They thought he was going to beat Roger Maris' record, which was 61. But, like, the, the guy was unbelievable. Manny Ramirez is, 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 is the man. And he's a New York City kid. And I grew up playing. Baseball was my sport, playing. From a little kid to as I got old, that's all I played. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Me, Johnny, and Rudy, my two cousins, watched baseball every single day. Rudy knew everything about baseball, every single thing of everybody. And we all just jumped on the bandwagon and absolutely loved it. So that was one of the guys that I loved. Though he played for the Red Sox, I hated that. But I loved when he played for the Indians. And I loved later on when he started playing for the um, Dodgers. The Dodgers loved it. Don Mattingly is the reason why I love number twenty-three. It ain't Michael Jordan. Don Mattingly was unbelievable. Nine Gold Gloves he won. That guy. How awesome is he? Guy's unbelievable. He had eighty-seven uh, in, in nineteen eighty-seven. Six Grand Slams in a single season. That's the wow. that's the major league record. How do you hit six Grand Slams in one year? Come on, Don Talk Mattingly. About- being clutch. Unbelievable. So those are my guys. Andrew Jones, Ivan Rodriguez, guys like that. I grew up watching Cal Ripken Jr., another guy I really, really loved. You know a weird one that I liked a lot? I had his jersey and his shirt jersey, Chase Utley, when he played for the Phillies. Oh, he was okay. good. Yeah. Jimmy Rollins was there. That World shortstop. Series team I loved. Shane uh, Victorino. Yeah. Yep. That was a really good team. Who, who, uh, Howard was the first baseman. Was Holiday on that team? Yeah. Yes, he yes. was on that team. He's the pitcher. Yep. Cliff Lee was there too. I mm-hmm. think that's when they, when they won the World Series. Correct. See, the Howard. Pit, the pitchers I remember though are like John Smoltz, um, Tommy Glavin, and yeah, uh, those guys. The, the Atlanta Braves guys. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Kurt Schilling. Pedro remember Martinez. Remember when those two teamed up on Arizona when they yeah. won the World Series? Yeah, those are real deal pitchers, man. Real deal pitchers. Remember the Marlins when they were really well, were yeah. really good. Wasn't it Luis Castillo who had like the hitting? Like the hitting record, like he had, like I, I remember there was this thing where, for most games with a consecutive hit, I think he, like, him. he I think it, I think it was him. It was so okay. close, but uh, a couple other guys like Vlad Guerrero. Oh, unbelievable! When I, I we I forget the baseball game I had, maybe Showtime. Mm-hmm. It was uh, and it had a home run derby, and Carlos Delgado was a dude I used to always pick and oh, play yeah. with. The dude was a monster for the deep ball. Gary Sheffield was fun for a while. Oh Todd, yeah, Todd Helton. Remember yeah. him for the Rockets? Yeah. Craig Biggio. I love the way Craig Biggio played. He played for the Astros. He was unbelievable of a second baseman. Unreal. Chipper Jones. Oh, Chipper Jones was great. Too, Pedro man. Martinez. Yeah. And then my personal favorite was a Mets fan was Mike Piazza. I never liked that guy. No? <laughs> no, he was so corny. <laughs> so corny. Another Met player who I liked was Al Leiter for, as a pitcher. Yeah? Yeah. I just <laughs> corny too, <laughs> man. <laughs> It just oh seemed like God. every single Met game I went to, mm-hmm. he was the starting pitcher. So I okay. seen him pitch like five oh, times. I'm not mad at that. They so. lost every time. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually pretty good. <laughs> Yo, what's his name? He was one of my favorite players for the Mets. Uh, Jose Reyes. Jose, I loved oh, yeah. Jose Reyes, man. So good. Yeah, a lot of guys. Baseball was awesome, man. I grew up watching it and playing it. I'm telling you, when we used to, when me, John, and Rudy would come up to Pennsylvania when we lived in Brooklyn, we would watch baseball tonight. Nope, I who watches baseball tonight besides Pat? 
you know, I that used to all the time. We man. were watching it every single night, like it was the greatest thing Me ever. Too. I, I, we knew so much about it. All we wanted to do was watch baseball, play baseball. Baseball was huge. You remember, I wish you I used would... to get the cards, like the every player. Oh, Tops yeah, had it. We every had player. so many cards. I still have, like a crates Sets filled of, of yeah. baseball cards. I was so into it. I wish I could be as in as I like into baseball. Now, as I was when I was growing up, like in the early 2000s, like, I feel like I was you just have like, to you, have a lot of time. Baseball tonight, yeah, all the time, listening to what's his name? Turn uh, Carl Ravitch? No, because uh, he was huge on that. Oh yeah, Tim Kirchin. Yeah, yeah. Listen to all those guys. Like, still t- to this day, listening to Sunday Night Baseball, mm-hmm. like listening to the game and those announcers, like it just re- bring, it brings me back to like my childhood, oh, yeah. listening to their voices. You know, reminds me of Chris Berman and and mm-hmm. TJ on Football, NFL yeah. Countdown. About we didn't we didn't even mention Derek Jeter who could be the greatest yeah, baseball player that's ever. Uh, there's some obvious, just ones. some obvious you ones. But I was just, I was more looking to what you guys gave me like yeah. these, the, you know, those hidden gems there. And Griffey is obvious, mm-hmm. but Manny Ramirez, bro, I love that dude. Alex Rodriguez, Pedro Martinez, he was yeah. yeah. Manny Ramirez. I was a big Paul Neal fan too. Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. Hideki I, I, Matsui. If you're a Yankees fan, you oh, always yeah. love that guy. Put Classic. him on. Put him on. <laughs> yeah. You think he can come on? I don't know what he's going to say. Oh, no. Let him know first. <laughs> What's, yo, we all respect the chat right now. Oh, respect the chat, the greatest sports podcast in all the Northeast region? <laughs> come on, dog. Nice. Like, I like it, man. You go, are you calling me for my birthday? That's it. That's it, bro. 37. It is a great number. Give me someone that's 37. You, you, you're the numbers guy. Can you come up with a 37? Sean Alexander. That's a good oh one. Oh my gosh! Look at one. you. Doesn't even pause. Got to. Yeah, we were just talking about baseball. Give me your top five favorite baseball players ever. Top five that I that I've watched. Yes. Like my lifetime. Yes. Um, Okay, uh, Derek Jeter, Dave Winfield, um, Ken Griffey Jr., oh, yeah. uh, Ricky Henderson, oh. and um, what was that, four? Yeah, and if I'm counting. So you have to go... Don't leave the fans with dead air here. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I guess I'm going to go with maybe Barry Bonds. Let's go. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Why not get, 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 listen, that whole reign of Barry Bonds, steroids or no steroids, baseball was fantastic during that time. Oh, un- unbelievable. If they had alerts, I don't even think they had the cell phone alerts like they do now, but like you need an alert every time that dude was up because <laughs> if he if he saw three pictures, they were gone. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Where are you at? In your car? I mean, are you in your car? I'm glad you guys are back, man. The people needed it, man. I hear you. I hear. I I hit you right back. <laughs> I'll hit you back in a couple minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Go do your thing. Let's go, Niners. How about that? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Brown, avid listener. Always. But is that all? Do we got anything else? No, that was pretty much all I had. 
Okay. You got a question, don't you? Oh, yeah. If you had the number one fantasy pick, who would you take? Number one fantasy pick. Here's, here's what's happening right now in the rankings. I did a mock draft today. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara is five. Derrick Henry is six. I think I go Zeke just because it's probably the safest bet. Okay. If I if I have the number one pick, I'm still probably going to go McCaffrey. Okay. Really? Or Barkley, depending on how I feel. But I, I think, think I still got to go McCaffrey. But you but you know what you're getting from Zeke every game. You know he's in a rush for 100 yards, gets you a touchdown or two. But he hasn't been the number one fantasy player the last couple of years, right? He's right there, though. Yeah, he's right there. And w- In fantasy, you just need consistency. Yeah, but you have the number one pick. You're shooting for the best guy in the draft. But that's there a are, dice roll, though. So you, that's a dice roll who the you, best guy is going to be. You draft McCaffrey. Absolutely. The, pa- the Panthers stink this year. The guy can't get nothing going. You just I took a huge I don't risk ever on your see, number one pick. It's not pick. a huge risk to me. McCaffrey's, I believe that McCaffrey's going to get his numbers regardless. Okay. I go Even Zeke if they too. win zero games. See, I draft Zeke and trade him to Mike. So Definitely. Oh, I go yeah. Zeke too. For his whole team. <laughs> I go Zeke. I had, I had the number one pick last year. Because you know he's weeks. not going to running back till round four or five. No, exactly. no, I changed that mind. I changed that my mojo. Changed my mojo. Listen, I'm happy we're back too. So not only is Chris Brown and the fans, but I'm happy we're back too. Respect the chat is here. This will be coming out hopefully as soon as possible to y'all. You'll be hearing it. So we love you. Thank you so much for the support. Episode 93. We out.